This is Writing Excuses, episode 28, Web Comics. 15 minutes long because you're in a hurry. And we're not that smart. Today we are recording live, well, it won't be live for you, but we're recording it live from Worldcon. You can hear um, all the wonderful Worldcon participants in the background, and we have special guests, um, Phil and Kaya Folio, who um, fills up for a Hugo for, uh, for Best Artist this year, and they are um, the artists and writers of the wonderful webcomic Girl Genius, which is one of my personal favorites. So we'll let them plug that here for a second. Uh, well, Girl Genius, as, you see, as you've said, is our webcomic. You can find it at girlgenius.net. That's net, not com. And uh, it's a story about adventure, romance, and mad science. Yes, and um, some really good steampunk, which is one of my favorite, uh, my favorite genres. Um, all right, so we're going to just talk about how to write for webcomics. And Dan and I are going to kind of take the back seat in this one um, and let our webtoonist uh, experts talk about things. Now, so I'm actually going to yeah. dive in here real quick okay. and say, you know, it's, it's not writing for webcomics. It's writing for serial artwork, right, yeah, because yeah, comics, yeah. webcomics, right. it's all... It's writing for sequential storytelling, really, sort of thing. Um, with pictures. With pictures, yeah. Um, so, uh, tell me this. Um, how is it different? How do, you, how do you have... Are there special considerations that you write when you're writing for sequential storytelling? Yes. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure but, I've ever done anything else. Yeah. I, yeah. The big difference when, uh, when we do a webcomic from when we were doing regular comics is we go into it with the uh, knowledge that for many people this may be the only page they see. So it is best if the page is self-contained in some way. It has a joke, it has a major plot point, you know, it has a good costumes, it has something that people go, hey, this is, this is amusing slash interesting, and they'll want to come back. Because if you've just got a boring page, and people will look at it and go, ah, screw it, and they won't bother to click through. And I, yeah. I try to fight that a little bit because to me it's important that it still be a good story and still hang together in the same way that the books hung together. Um, although I, have, I never have any objections to each page being awesome in its own right, and in fact, um, you know, I, I encourage that. But, you know, a joke on every page? You don't have to do that. It it's, can't be done. Sometimes it, I fail. You know, you just need to... Um, you just need to make it a good story. Well, I'm yours proud is, of it. No, yours is an excellent um, kind of example of this in a way because you've got the old archives that were originally written for print form only, mm -hmm. right? And then you transitioned into um, the web format. And so mm -hmm. people can kind of read and maybe see how you've changed your style. They think they can. I, we didn't change the style intentionally. Okay. I, there was no sitting down having a meeting and deciding to change anything. You know, I we, sat we down and the read same. the whole thing at once and yeah. I didn't see the transition yeah. point. We, we work the same ah. way we always have. And people say, oh, well, but now you ended on a cliffhanger on every page. And, and, I, and I say to that, go back and read every yeah. page. That's good writing. That's... Yeah. that's <laughs> A story that isn't finished yet is yeah. going to have a cliffhanger because you don't know what happens next. We so wanted to be a page turner. It's yeah. a page right. turner. Howard, how about you? How, do you write any differently? Uh, yeah. Is that too broad no, a question? Well, no, it's, it's not too broad a question. I find that the dialogue has to be a lot tighter because it has to fit in dialogue bubbles. Okay. And so I refine the dialogue a lot more than I think most prose authors do. Oh, uh -huh. yes. But... I'm getting away with murder on the description of the scene because right. I don't have to write that, right. I just have to draw it. And as 
Phil and I conversed over dinner most of the time, I just give that a wide miss too and throw a couple of lines in the oh. background because I'm a slacker. It's the future. Well, you know, and a lot of times what we'll have when we have a when we have a storyboard, of, you know, when Phil sits down and storyboards what we've talked, you know, we, we talk about what happens in the, in the scene. Uh, then Phil sits down and he uses typing paper and he kind of really roughly lays out how the page is going to look. And there's a lot of blah, 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 all over that, that sometimes when I'm lettering it in Illustrator, I've, I'm lettering it on top of the existing image that he has then drawn, I leave a lot of stuff out or I change things or I may, because a lot of it you just don't need anymore because, you know, you don't have to have the characters say, by golly, I sure am surprised because you can see that on their face. Right. Deathless Assuming pros, it was right. gone forever. Yeah, yeah you just draw one blue. of those moments and yeah. mm -hmm. you can see yeah. it in the pictures so yep. as, as a say it. prose writer myself one of the things that always fascinated me about web comics is you know when I'm writing a book and I get to a point in this in the novel and I say wow that would be great if I'd done this I can go back and change it so that everything is mm -hmm. it, you know is nice and consistent mm -hmm. um, I did my last trilogy I wrote straight through the whole trilogy before the first one was even out yep. so I could make this how do you deal with the fact that you can't you know do you change things in the past? Do you retcon, or do you um, do you just leave it and try and work with it? We spent the years between 1993 and 2001 coming up with this story. We have a pretty good idea what's going to happen, mm -hmm. so we, we did all that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Also, uh, both Kai and I have some theater experience, and I did like improvisational comedy for 10 years. And like the major rule of improv comedy is. Don't contradict the guy who was in front of you. Yeah. No matter how retarded whatever it was he had to no, say was. No retcon. Okay. Just yeah. dance yeah. as fast as you yeah. can. Just go, <laughs> you know, like, no. Okay. Yeah. No retcon. How about, how about you, Pat, Howard? Luxury. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm making it up as I go. I'm a, I'm a discovery writer, and uh, every so often I'll, I'll write dialogue or I'll introduce a character and realize, oh, wow. Mm -hmm. Boy, that opens up a whole new can of worms or whatever it can of whoop whatever and yeah, uh, yeah. we do a lot of that within the confines of the of the overall story that we have so you've got an outline now exactly yeah. 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 fanboy moment i was talking to alice direction. who uh runs your booth for you a lot and she says oh yes phil and kaya uh starting in 93 they talked through this whole outline mm -hmm. and and they know the beginning the middle and the end of the girl genius story arc and i asked her uh, so we're on book seven right now in print and book eight on the web, kind of in the middle. How far through that are we? And she wouldn't say, will you? Sure. Well, uh, yeah, we don't know. <laughs> we tell people that we're somewhere between one third to halfway through the major story. The thing is, although we uh, we know the the general arc of the beginning, middle, and end, sometimes getting them from point A to point B will get really interesting, and we'll get you know, as you say, like oh, you know, that's an interesting character that we should do more with, and and maybe they'll get from point A to point B to point C in strange ways that we hadn't foreseen, and we've had a lot of that happen. I and think that has yeah. been a lot of fun. That's part of just writing. You have mm -hmm. to be open yep. for yep. the creativity to, to strike you. It's very much a living story yeah. as, we, as we tell it, although you know, we're not going to flounder off at the end and, and go, oh, and then um, the world exploded at the end. Bye. The end. Yeah. yeah, well, <laughs> I think that's how the, the Wheel of Time books, um, which uh, Tom Doherty said originally sold as six books, are now at 12. So, mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, it's uh -huh. just... We love our plot yeah. bunnies. Mm -hmm. we, we, well, there are also lots of examples within webcomics, uh, enough examples that uh, Eric Burns 
came up with the first and ten syndrome and the uh, Kerberos syndrome to describe people who did this discovery process and then halfway through threw out the whole outline and decided, well, now it's a romantic drama oh, or yeah, now yeah. it's uh, yeah. whatever. And I'm so happy that Girl Genius is not like that, and I'm very pleased to not be writing that myself, yeah. I think. <laughs> uh, How, um, here's another question for you, something I was really curious about. Um, have you done anything special to try and hone your use of dialogue? Um, because as has been mentioned, dialogue is really important. Um, you, you have to get a lot across just through your dialogue. Mm -hmm. Have you done anything special or has it just come naturally to you? It, sometimes we have to really hammer at it. Sometimes, mm -hmm. you know, we'll be going over it and going over it and you want to be able to use as little talky talky as possible with and still there are there are like key things that have to come through on a page things yeah. that are very important or the audience won't understand what the heck is going on and weaving those in is sometimes exciting Howard anything you've done to, to practice your dialogue um, you know it's it's gonna sound silly but the experience that I had creating compact disk text blocks mm -hmm. where I said, you know, you can't have, for instance, a set of you know, three words all ending in O all ending on the same edge, on the same column edge, <laughs> okay. because people's eyes, when they see that, especially in comic format, their eyes go straight down the side and say, ooh. And, and so when I see that, I shuffle the words around, and if I can't make the words work so that the words themselves are attractive, I'll use different words. And it's a weird refinement of text, but there's all kinds of uh, like graphic design and layout practices that I apply to the dialogue. Okay. Um, so next question that was on my list is, um, what, kind of, what kind of things do you see people who are trying to write for webcomics? Um, we're not necessarily focusing on that, but they're trying to write. That, what mistakes are people making when they're starting out? Um, do you know, you, <laughs> Phil's giving me the funniest look. Um, are, are there things people do wrong? Um, are there things that you think you did wrong that you learned better? Maybe I'll shoot it at Howard first so you guys have time to think. That's, that's my prerogative. <laughs> Howard, what do you, what do you think? Um, Challenges mistakes, people don't understand. Mistakes that people make. Yeah. Uh, mistake number one is over-explaining things. Okay. Uh, especially if you're trying to be funny, mm -hmm. less explanation is better because the reader will tell the joke better than you told it. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, how, how about I spin that off to a question for the folios? Um, Girl Genius tosses you right in. Um, I mean, it's one of the things I like about it. I, I love steampunk, I love fantasy, but it's a very distinctive setting. And you just dropkick people in and you force them to really pick up on things. You don't have any really narrative um, telling us what's going on. Um, did you do that intentionally or what made that decision? Well, it's, it's, it is very much an immersive story and that was... We didn't really even discuss it much. It was just, you know... We're, we're just supposed we're, to be good enough to tell you this stuff without standing in front of you and telling you this stuff. Yeah, right. really. I mean, um, the first couple of pages establish this is a different world. Right. You know, we do that through the art. We do that through the text. Mm -hmm. There's a little bit of uh, drop-in. But uh, you did have a like a storyteller character yes. kicking sure, off the very first... Mm -hmm. But right. even, then, he is, true, but even yeah. then, he's talking to you as though you are from this world right. and you yeah. know what yeah. he's yeah. saying. Let me tell you a heterodyne story. Exactly. Yeah. You know, but it's not a heterodyne story that, like, your mom will tell you. Yeah. So right. Well, that, that, that one sentence tells you a tremendous amount about the characters. Right. Yeah. 
it, it tells you that these are, you know, well, hmm, well, we don't know who the Keterodynes are, but certainly people from this world would have heard all about them. And uh, We don't know who they are, but we should. Uh -huh. Yes, exactly. And you will. Yeah. And as yeah. you go through it, you find out. Right. Okay, so I would like to ask a, uh, a refinement of this question. Um, there, there are people out there, we can guarantee that there are listeners to this podcast that want to start their own webcomic, and they are listening to this to find out what they need to do. So what's some very basic advice that you guys can give them? Look at everybody else's website, take, take lots of notes, make notes about what works for their, for their site. I mean, try to read their comics if they're... If they're um setup is, is clunky and it's hard to read, you know, make a note of not to do that. Uh, write down the stuff you like. Yeah. If you want to write, write. Just, you know, write and show it to people. Ask their opinion. Do you get this joke? Is it flowing well? But love you know, what you do. Love what Ultimately you do. write it for yourself. Write it for yourself. Assume, assume the first couple of times it's going to eat. You're just, you know, you're just not going to get it if you've nom, never nom, done nom. it before. Um, you know, and you know what? That's not the end of the world. Do something else. You'll, you'll do another one and yeah. it'll be better. Right. Mm -hmm. Howard, do you have anything to add to that? Yeah, I, I'm with Kaya. Write what you're passionate about. Write what you enjoy. Because if you end up being good enough at this to make money at it, people are going to expect you to keep doing ah, that. You're going to be trapped. And if you don't like it. If, gee, Kaya, I sure hope you like steampunk. Oh, just an awful lot. Uh, yeah. Although I didn't know that's what it was called. Well, let's, um, one last question, then you, you launched back me right back. into it, Howard. The last thing I was planning to ask, um, I'll set this up just a little bit. For me, one of the defining moments in my career as an author is when I met an author, um, it was Dave Wolverton, who stood up in front of me and said, Yes, you can do this. You can make a living at this. People do it. Mm -hmm. um, we have sitting with us people who do this for a living. You, I would just like you guys to reiterate or give some advice to new people. Can they do it? Can they make a living at this? Have no fear. You know, if you have no fear, you can do this. You know, if, if you go online and you look at Phil's work from when he was in college, you know, you'll think, well, sure, I can do better than that. He had yeah. no fear. He just did Wait, it anyway. Did Phil win great. Hugo's for yes, that? He yeah. Yes, yes, he did. Yes, he did, but only because he kept doing it. Yeah, you know, it's it very was, much a... It was a rougher, cartoonier style. It was. And, uh, and it, he didn't go, oh, God, I can't paint rocket ships. And he didn't yeah, you, you want to make a living at it? Well, then do it, you mm -hmm. know? If you've got to get another job so that you can do it, mm -hmm. do it. Mm -hmm. um, just don't give up. You have to no have, chickening like, out. You have to have a self-image cast in titanium mm -hmm. because you know there's going to be decades sometimes where you know there really is no good news but you know it still beats working <laughs> i can i can attest to that <laughs> well any any parting words howard um yeah making a living in web comics is like making bear soup <laughs> step one <laughs> catch a live bear yeah. steps two through ten are just making soup Okay, and I can tell you about steps two through ten all day, but Phil and Kaya have, have drove, driven home the hard part, which is catching a bear. Stick with it, uh, make your art, write what you're passionate about, be excited about it, know that you're going to get your face clawed off of your head, and, but, but don't back down. All right. Yep. Well, thank you guys so much. Once again, girlgenius.net. Um, I highly recommend the webcomic. Um, it is fantastic, and I own collections of it myself. So there's an endorsement for you. Thank you guys so much for being part of Writing Excuses. Hey, thanks. thank you. Mm -hmm. Can we go home now? You can. Behave. <laughs> thank you very much. If you aren't familiar with Locus Magazine, they're a long-standing and respected website, magazine, archive, and resource for science fiction, fantasy, and horror. 
Basically, they're the industry magazine for our genre. They also run the annual Locus Awards, a top-tier award that recognizes new, diverse, and excellent voices in speculative fiction. They tell the storytellers' stories through author interviews, book reviews, curated reading lists, international industry news, obituaries, and more. Locus has meant a lot to me, both personally and professionally. In my career, I've been interviewed by them, and I've also turned to them as a source of understanding who is involved in the industry. Locus is holding their annual fundraising drive to keep their doors open, lights on, and future bright. I'll be contributing to their crowdfunding campaign by donating a cutscene, some original art, and a couple of other things like, do you want to do a one-on-one chat with me? So join me in supporting Locus. Locus. 